From Sandwich Community TV, I'm Manx Taiki Magyar, and this is Blindside. The entire audio interviews that I've cut to make my short-form video documentaries. In the summer of 2019, I spoke with magazine mosaic artist Jeff Taylor about his work using these recycled materials. I found out about Jeff Taylor through Instagram, actually, and thought his concept was very interesting, and he was located right in my hometown. Cool, so if you can kind of, if you want to just start off to talk about how, uh, how this whole thing kind of came to be, how you started, or any in your experience with art. Oh yeah, so I was in an art class. It started in high school, I guess. I was just in one art class um, with some of my friends, and I, we had a project we had to do. We had to come up with something on our own and something unique. There was, it was kind of like broad. And so I, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with that. I saw some magazines and I started to cut up one. Um, I thought of what do I like to, what do I like to look at? I, look, I like to look at birds, like Cardinal's my favorite bird. So I just decided to draw a Cardinal. Um, cut up magazines and it came out really cool with the different textures of the magazines. Um, I did the landscape of the hills with different types of grass and the red from the bird just came out really cool. Um, I remember staying late. I was so invested in it. Like <laughs> I'd never stay late for a class at all in high school. But for that, I, I just enjoyed it so much that I would stay a couple hours after school just to finish it up. Um, so that was the first one I ever did. And then I didn't really pick it back up until uh, I was in college, probably like four years later. I just kind of, I, I went to school for, for education, then I went switched to psychology. Um, so in the middle of school, I was kind of trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, my girlfriend, who is now my wife, she graduated and um, she had left school, I still had a year left, and I was kind of in a rut, you know, I was kind of, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with school once I finished it in a year, um, and I, I, so I kind of needed some outlets, I would run a lot, that was a good one to do, um, but I went back to what I liked to do before, which I thought, oh, I like to do that collage, so why don't I just start cutting magazines again, so I, I did that, and I just cut one, I, it was like the winter time, 2015. So I like to run, like that's my stress relief, but I was still kind of in that rut where I have this long distance relationship, you know, it's like really hard. I don't have a ton of friends around because they've graduated too or they're doing other stuff. So um, it was the winter time and I was kind of just doing nothing, like just hanging around at home. And I, I was like, what am I going to get my mom for Christmas? So I just, drew out a lighthouse, Portland Headlight, which is her favorite lighthouse. And I just started going to town. I made this nice lighthouse out of magazine clippings and put it in a nice frame, gave it to her for Christmas, and she started bawling, <laughs> knowing that her son like made this thing out of nothing, basically. And like, I just realized I had some type of talent for that. So then I just started doing it as a hobby, as a way to kind of relieve stress. I could just put on some music, cut up some magazines, and just put it together. I, I made like a Pikachu one, I made Kurt Schilling's Bloody Sock from 2004 and I just kept making them like that as a hobby. Um, so you, you had, you started in high school, that was the first time you've ever yeah. done anything like this. And did you not do it since? There was like a gap, yeah, of like four years where I just 
didn't do it at all. I just made literally that one piece, the yeah. cardinal, which came out great. I have it still. It's, right, right. Um, I don't know why I stopped doing it. I just, I kind of forgot about it, I guess. I, I went to school. I did the whole party thing, <laughs> um, you know, kind of got distracted, I guess. And then it was when I got in that kind of rut, I guess, where I was at long distance. I, I just kind of just you know, stuck, I guess. Is this when you were up in Maine? This is when I was up in Maine, yeah. I was finishing up my last year of school. Um, I had taken some classes away from the campus, so I was living at my parents' house, so I was kind of, you know, just stuck, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that post-college feeling, yeah, that's a weird one. So it's like just trying to find things to do where I'm saving up money, and it's like that's something you can do that's just cheap. It's free. Magazines are everywhere. Um, I hate throwing things away, so I had boxes and boxes of magazines that I had, like Sports Illustrated Kids magazines growing up. Um, my mom had a ton that she she doesn't like throwing away. I guess I get that from her. But I like to like recycle things, and I don't like to throw things away. So it was basically that that drove me to, I don't know, yeah, come up with that as a hobby. Right, that's awesome. <clears throat> um, so after you gave, so it was basically you had a high school and then you gave your mom, your mom's roof was the second one you made. Ever. Yeah, second wow. one ever. I made that lighthouse, the Portland headlight. Um, so I made that for her and I also made another one that year, I think a Bruins logo for my stepmom. But that lighthouse was like the big one that I did. Uh, Can you talk about um, what, you know, like you, t you said before, uh, you know, after you gave your mom that, that piece, that kind of, the switch that happened in your head about like, wow, this is... <clears throat> Something yeah, could be well, it's just like, fun. it was like showing it up, like, I just did it for something to do, really, like, something to get my mind off things and, like, de-stress, and it was the winter time, so what else is you going to do in Maine, you know? Um, so I, I gave it to her, I showed a bunch of my family, and they were just amazed, and just seeing that on their faces, when you just look at the detail of it, because you can see all the different types of magazine pieces in it, like you can see a golf ball in the lighthouse, and just their amazement was like, wow, I have a talent for this, I guess. Like, um, It's like a hobby and a talent in one, so it's something I didn't, I, I don't give myself a lot of credit sometimes for my talents, I guess, so seeing her reaction and my family's reaction like made me want to give myself a little bit more credit and see what else I could do. and. So I, I made a couple more, like, for myself, like, just as, I don't know, just for fun. Um, and then it was next winter that my, it was my future mother-in-law, their their dog passed away. Um, their, their dog for, like, 10 years, their family dog. So I was like, what am I going to give them for a gift? And I went back to the magazine clippings. I, I can make a portrait of their dog. And, I'd never done an animal or anything, so that was a little different. Like, I didn't know if I could do it, like, because I could do the lighthouse and the landscape all right, but a dog face, I didn't know how I could get the details. But when you did that, did you use photos to kind of yeah. look at it and get some Yeah, so I was like picking from a photo, from like a photo, a perfect photo that I could get of his face, and I'd sketch it out, sketch out the details, and try to go off of that. Um, but once you sketch it and then you start putting pieces down, it's like you kind of adapt as you go. Like if I make a mistake, I just go over it and kind of finesse with that that way. Um, 
Can you talk about the process of, of actually just making one from scratch? Like how does it... Yeah, so like the Cardinals one I made from scratch and I just, I sketched out the bird like just because I know what a Cardinal looks like. So I just sketched it out with pencil, the rough outline of what I want it to look like. And then when I know what colors or what textures I need, I start searching for magazines. Um, some, some I already have in bags, like I cut up a bunch of greens or a bunch of blonde hair for like the dog. Um, I cut up a lot of women's blonde hair for that because that's what it looks like from a distance. Um, so I, I search the magazines for what I know I need um, for the piece and then compile it from there. I start cutting out, I, after I sketch it out, I start cutting it out um, into smaller pieces and just you know, just go. Yeah, and just go, keep going. And when you're, when you're kind of laying it on top of each other, is it a much, is it an organic kind of, after you sketch it out, you kind of just start yeah. different colors, this works, it's almost yeah, like the, a puzzle. The sketch out, yeah, I sketch it just to, so I get the outline of what I, what the basic outline of what I want it to look like. And then once I start going, then it's like, it flows from there. So if I get, if it's too dark, like darker than I originally wanted it to, it'll I'll kind of go off of that, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, I kind of work with that. Yeah. Do you have a lot of leeway if you like really mess it up and some? Yeah, because I mean, I can just go right go over, over it. it. And then kind of shade it out if it's too dark or too bright. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I'll do the entire part of it, like um, trying to think. I just did a lighthouse recently, and it's the Nosset Lighthouse. Um, so I did the bottom of it, it's red, or the top is red, I can't th remember now. Yeah, I, mean, I, can, I can make a picture of it. <laughs> yeah, but the red part I did way too dark, and I had already done the whole, that half of the lighthouse, and I'm like, this is just not going to work. So I just literally went over it, like with a whole blank piece of magazine piece. I, I, I glued that on top of the red and just redid it, I mean, resketched it, yeah, oh, over nice. that. Cool. Can you talk a little bit about um, how you feel when you're making... The work, making your work. Like when you're it's just it. like, yeah, it, time just flows. Like, I put on some music usually. Um, that's pretty much what I do it to because it kind of, you know, you need something going on in the background. But I put on some music and I just go to town and it's, I don't know, seeing it come, seeing it, seeing it come out, I don't know the right words for that, seeing it develop over time because it usually takes me a few days at least to do it. Um, sometimes I'll do it and it'll take me a few weeks, like I'll just peg away at it an hour here at a time, but if I really want to get something done, I'll do it a few hours at a time, and those hours just go by so fast because I'm just in it, in the zone, and like I love taking pictures of it as, as it progresses, so I can kind of look at it after and just see my process, and it's really cool. That's, that's probably my favorite part of it. <laughs> Right, just to see how it starts. And yeah, see, it's just like, like a blank canvas that it develops into something more like, and it's just magazine pieces. Like, right, right. Yeah, can you talk about the environmental, like the, re the reusing aspect of drawing? Yeah, see, like, I, I never like to throw anything away. Like, I, I, don't, I don't like to get rid of stuff. I'm kind of a pack rat. Um, my wife would definitely say that because <laughs> our basement here. Um, but I like to reuse things. Like, I like to upcycle uh the the person that really got me interested in this after that four-year gap was um a guy named tim carroll he's an artist that cuts up baseball cards um so i'm a huge baseball card collector and i saw that and i he cuts up like junk baseball cards and recreates 
baseball cards into a huge canvas. So like he'll cut up old vintage Mickey Mantle, well, not cut those up, but he'll make a vintage Mickey Mantle out of junk baseball cards. Like he'll make a, a bigger baseball card out of yeah. old junk baseball cards? Yeah, oh, it'll wow. be like four feet tall or whatever, but it'll be tiny little pieces of cut up cards that he put onto the canvas to create the baseball card, like that's the different actual, colors. That's an actual baseball card? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that kind of, I saw that because I, I collect cards and, um, I was like, wow, because you can't really do anything with junk baseball cards. They're not worth anything nowadays, the ones from the 80s, 90s. So I was like, I can't really do that. I'm not <laughs> that talented. But I was like, I have all these magazines lying around. I can do something with those. Like, what else am I going to do with these? Um, and there's cool stuff. Like, there's a lot of good info in magazines, but nobody, once they read them, they just chuck them, and they're everywhere. Like, everybody has magazines. Right, right. And now, yeah. and now everybody just gives me their magazines, which is kind of cool. But is it weird to like? Do you ever like when you're flipping through for colors? Do you like just stop actually? Yeah, yeah, I do like sometimes. That. Like, actually, one time I was flipping through one. It was a Cape Cod one, um, Cape Cod Life or something like that. And I was flipping through, it and I was like, that looks like a magazine artwork. And it was another artist that does the similar type of artwork. She's in like Boston or something. Oh, but no, she cuts up collage yeah collage magazine artwork she uses like some words in hers so it's a little different but i was just flipping through i'm like wow that's like the same thing i did <laughs> yeah it's very meta yeah yeah um cool what about talking about a little bit about how you didn't necessarily have a huge art background but now yeah. you're very involved with doing art and talking like I guess yeah that art you know like sometimes people box in artists or whatever yeah set yeah, I know I never went to school for art or never did anything like that. But I was like, I mean, anybody can be an artist, I guess. If you just start making art, that makes you an artist, right? <laughs> right. I, I did it as a hobby, and then I didn't really have my own space till we had our house last year to actually do anything because it takes up a lot of space to cut it all up. You make a mess. You need all the space for the magazine, so. Yeah, before you had the house, was it a pain to do it? Like I didn't have this many magazines. <laughs> But I, yeah, I couldn't really do it anywhere. Like I had my own little space in whatever room I was living in at that time. College, I couldn't do it at all because you can't really <laughs> do that in a dorm room. I guess you could, but. Um, your roommate will hate you, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> magazine pieces everywhere, yeah. stepping in them. But yeah, once I got this space, I was like, what can I do? Like, how can I take this to another level? You know, like it's been a hobby and that's fun, but I don't have a lot of time to do that as a hobby. So what can I, I decided to make an Instagram page. I, I made Cape Cod clippings just on a whim. I think it was in like February or March this year. So yeah, a, few, a few months ago, yeah. yeah. Um, so I made that Instagram page because I was like, everybody's on Instagram. Well, not everybody, but it's yeah. a lot of people. So I can reach people with my artwork. So I just started posting all the old ones I did. Um, and then I said that I want to make more. So I, I got a couple commissions out of that because people saw my work on there, coworkers or family friends, they saw that I was doing this because nobody really knew I did this until I started that page. Um, and then I got a couple commissions out of it that way. Um, so now I'm trying to build that a little bit more and just make a lot more art. I, I message a lot of artists that do similar stuff with paper, like use paper or magazines, because I didn't know anything about it until I started the Instagram page. Um, I learned like what materials to use, what type of glue to use, like 
all that glue. I, I was just using a glue stick before and just putting it on paper, but I realized you have to seal it and there's UV protection and there's all kinds of stuff that goes into it that I had no consideration of before. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't even think because the magazines probably, yeah, like they, they can the fade yeah. and yeah, so I didn't think about that either until I started doing it. So I reached out to a few artists on Instagram and they helped me out quite a bit with like, this is the type of board I use, this type of glue I use, this type of sealant I use. Um, and just how to sell it too, like how to commission it, like how to price it. I didn't know anything about that. So, and it's still uncomfortable selling it and putting a price on it for me. Cause I, it was a hobby and now it's like, now I'm selling it and it's cool to make money off of it. But it's like, what's the right price I want to sell it for? Or what's, you know. That's, anyway. yeah, that's a huge problem Especially. with artists and making work and wanting to, wanting to distribute it. But you also like want to make a living, you know. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm living, but making, getting your worth out of it. You know, yeah. Hours on like it. I love to do it, but I don't have the time <laughs> to do it. Working full time, I go to school full time, right. so it's like I need to <laughs> make a little bit of money doing it right. somehow. And also, you got to put value. If you don't sell it, it's almost like you're just not putting value on it. Yeah. Kind of loses. You know, it's a weird. Yeah. It's a weird thing. And starting that, I I made it better quality, I guess, because once I ask what people actually do out there. I got better quality boards, I have a better quality product at the end, whereas I used to do it on poster board with a glue stick, and that's cool, but it's not, it's not like good quality stuff, you know, it's, it's better artwork now than it was back then. So it's kind of gone You can see all of Jeff Taylor's work on Cape Cod Clippings via Instagram, and he's open to commission work in case you wanted any piece created. Blindside is a sandwich community TV podcast. Subscribe to us on your favorite platform or visit us directly at www.sandwichcommunitytv.org so you can stay up to date with all the newest content. Thanks for listening.